Sometimes I just don't know what to do, or which path is the right one, or which decision is right for me and my company. If you've ever asked a question like this, stay tuned. We're going to talk about one of the most common reasons this happens. Running a service business can be hard. It is not unusual for business owners in industries like contracting, home repair, auto repair, business-to-business -business services like janitorial, IT and accounting, and many others to feel overwhelmed by all the priorities facing them at any given time. Between addressing the needs of the customers, managing the employees, figuring out the financials, and getting processes in place, feeling like you're making significant progress on your business journey can be difficult. Welcome to Service Industry Success, hosted by Brian Harding. Each week, Brian will look at real-world strategies for building the business you are dreaming of, while also sharing tactics to get through some of the most frustrating parts of business ownership with a lot more ease. Let's get started. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back. Um, Brian Harding here. Just want to get into this uh, topic about how to uh, how to begin the path of navigating which decisions are right for you. So one of the first things I ask clients when I start working with them is, can you tell me what your business is going to look like in 10 years or 15 years or when you're going to retire or five years? The, the date doesn't really matter. Just some point in the future, can you tell me what your business is going to look like? How big it's going to be? And the answer is almost always no. In fact, there's only been a handful of, of uh, exceptions to that. So my question for folks when they when they can't answer that, or maybe not a question so much as just you know helping them identify why this is a problem, how can you know what the right decision is if you don't even know if you're going to have 7, 19, 34, 47 employees, or how many people you're going to have in revenue-producing positions? How could you possibly know what the right answer for many things is along your business ownership journey. How can you know how many leaders you're going to have? That's going to affect your just basic hiring. How are you going to know what the vibe of your company is going to be? You know, the, the bigger the company, the more structured it has to be. You don't really have a choice in that. You can be a, a more loosey-goosey kind of a fun environment company when you have seven employees. When you have 47 employees, uh, it has to be more structured. You just don't have a choice on that. So how can you know what the vibe you're going for is if you don't know how many employees you're going to have? How, do you, how can you know what your culture is going to be like if you don't know that? How can you know if the company you're trying to build will even meet your needs for your personal financial goals? How can you know that if you want to have a, uh, you know, if you want to have a fancy house overlooking a lake that's going to cost $700,000 or $2.3 million, and you don't know how big of a company you're going to build, how do you know that your, your company could even support that kind of a goal? How do you know that your personal goal and your professional goal are even in alignment at all if you don't know how big of a company you're trying to build? How do you know if you need a, a structured evergreen training program that's going to produce a new revenue-producing employee every few months, or if you're only going to train somebody once in a great while, like every couple of years? How would you know how much time to invest in a training program or to create your own or to buy one? There's a ton of things that you just... You, you would just be paralyzed and not be able to make good decisions on if you first don't know what kind of company you're trying to build. So all this uncertainty leads to chaos, indecision, waiting, second guessing, plus a ton of wasted money, time, and other resources. It is just a, a tremendous amount of time and resources wasted because we just don't know. So I think if you want to efficiently build a business, you first got to identify what you're trying to build. And a couple of the analogies I use for folks when I talk about this is, one, 
if you were to be dropped in the middle of a forest and you had no idea where you were and all you had is a compass and a map, what do you think the first two things you would do are? For most people, the first two things they would do are look at the map and try to figure out where the heck am I? And the second thing is, where am I trying to go? How am I getting out of here? Right? Um, another more simple example, kind of a silly example. If you're sitting at home on a Saturday night and you decide you're hungry and you decide you're going to make yourself a meal, you can't really get busy making a meal until you decide what you're going to make. You can't kind of sort of make lasagna and kind of sort of make macaroni and cheese and kind of sort of make um, a hamburger or stir fry. You have to kind of pick what you're going to do and then you can get really efficient about getting it done. It's the same thing with building a business. If you don't know what you're trying to build, you're going to stumble a lot more. That's just the way it is. So the first thing is, I think people just take um, make this a much bigger deal than it is. So the first step with this is just relax, right? Whatever you decide today or tomorrow is not a forever decision. I guarantee you, you are going to change your mind on how big your company is going to be and what it's going to look like probably multiple times, maybe multiple times per year, right? circumstances are going to change. You're going to get lucky and things are going to go really well for a while. And that might change your perspective. You're going to have things that you're going to have setbacks that might change your perspective on things. You may, uh, you may, after managing a group of people for a while, uh, you may decide you want more or less of that. Right? So the first step with this is relax. Don't look at this as a, a forever decision. You're going to make a decision and then you're probably going to make a different one in a few months or a few years. And that's okay, right? The second thing I'd recommend is look at what your personal goals are and make sure that the business goals you have are in alignment with your personal goals. If your personal goals are much higher or much lower than your professional goals and the size of business you think you want to build, you're going to have a hard time because you're going to waffle back and forth between meeting those two different kinds of goals. It's just going to be more difficult for you if you don't have alignment with your professional and personal goals. So just look at the company you're going to build, look how big it's going to be, and make sure that that is enough to provide the retirement that you're trying to accomplish. The last thing you'd want to do is spend 20 years building a business and get within five or 10 years of retirement and realize you're way short of, of reaching your personal goals. And all you had to do is make a change 10 years ago and you would have been able to do it. That would be an incredibly frustrating place to be. So the third thing I'd recommend is visualize or draw up, maybe just do a plain old organizational chart. What is your company going to look like in 5, 10, 15 years or retirement age or whatever? The number for me is way less important than having a goal, having a direction we're aiming. We can identify, do you need an accounting manager? Do you not need an accounting manager? Do you need a, how many field supervisors do you need? Or how many internal in your warehouse, how many managers do you need? Basic things like this, you've got to figure out that take time. You cannot, you cannot just go hire five managers in a year. That's very difficult. Um, that's, for most people, this is going to take many years to, to, to reach these things. Uh, and once you've drawn out what this thing is going to look like and how far out in advance, advance you're going, what do you want your role to be in the company? Some folks love sales and they don't ever want to give that up. Some folks really don't like sales. They don't want anything to do with it. They do it because they have to right now. And they really enjoy the operational piece of it. Some folks don't want to be there at all. Some folks are like, I want to be on an island in the Caribbean and don't bother me. 
any of those are okay, but we have to know what we're shooting for. You cannot have that that lifestyle of living in the Caribbean and being an absentee owner and having people in place who make all the great decisions to keep your company running and, and to support uh, your lifestyle if you don't have that in mind when you're building it. You just can't have control of things and just overnight flip over control to a bunch of people who are going to do really well. It just doesn't work that way. You have to know in advance what it is you're aiming for. And then I would keep this vision available for you. So when you have doubts or you're, you need some reassurance and you're not really sure which path is the right one, there's going to be a ton of times where you're going to be just second guessing yourself and wondering, what am I supposed to do here? Am I supposed to zig or am I supposed to zag? Am I supposed to go left or right? Do I want the, the big package or do I just need to get by for a little while? There's all kinds of things that you're going to face that are going to, are, are going to challenge you like this. One of them is hiring people. So if you're, if you're constantly focused on people who are just tasked employees and you're, and, and you're not looking at all for people who have leadership qualities or you're not people looking for people who can run the company someday, and then all of a sudden you decide you need somebody to run the company and you don't have those people, well, now what are you going to do, right? And especially when you, as your business grows and you need to start delegating more authority to people, if you don't have people you can delegate to, you could really be in trouble. So my point is, if you if you don't recognize that you're going to need these leadership people in advance, you can't possibly look, be looking for that when you're hiring folks. So again, first step of this thing is just take a deep breath. Commit an hour or so to get this figured out. Talk to your spouse. Figure out your priorities. Don't make this an all-day exercise. Don't make this a three- or four-day journey. Don't take a month to figure this out. Uh, chances are your gut knows what you want. And again, if you choose something and then after you think about it for six months or three months and you don't like the answer, then change it. That's okay. But let's have a goal. Let's have something we can work towards. So take a deep breath, commit an hour to figuring it out, and just do it. So if you find yourself really feeling rudderless and really not sure which direction to go, which almost all of us do, whether or not you have this, you're going to feel have those feelings at times. But knowing what specifically you're trying to build, am I building a 40-person company or an 18-person company or a 23-person company? Each of those has a different feel. A 12-person company has an entirely different feel than a 37-person company. You can't get around um, You just have to know what it is you're aiming for. How structured do I need to be? How many managers do I need to have? How compartmentalized is this thing going to be someday? Those are all things that are going to help guide you as you're making decisions. And keep in mind, something like 90% of the decisions we make are subconscious. Um, the ones that we're aware of are, are, are the minority of these things, or the decisions we're making. So if you know confidently what it is you're trying to build, your subconscious will steer you towards them. That's just how it works. So don't make a big deal out of it. Relax. Commit an hour to getting it done. Um, first, just identify what it is you're trying to build. Let's avoid the uncertainty that leads to the chaos, the indecision, the waiting, the second guessing, the wasted money, time, and resources. I tell you that the time that we waste and the money we waste by toggling between I want to build a big company and and I'm really focused on that, and then some days you're just drained, you're just emotionally drained. You come in, you're like, I don't want to build a big company. I can barely keep my hands around what I have now. And then we backtrack all that distance from decisions we made to make to build a big company and now we're now we're working towards building a smaller company and then after a few weeks of that we, we kind of come out of the rut and we're gung-ho again and we're going to build a big monster company and we're going to retire at 50 and we got the world by the 
tail and we got this all figured out and then we completely go zigzag back the other way again. That is just emotionally draining. It's hard for our employees to stay on board with. Um, it's hard for them to keep up that level of change. And it's just a massive amount of wasted time and resources. Um, and just remember the forest example. The first thing you would do in a forest probably is figure out where you're at on the map. The second thing is figure out how the heck you're going to get out of there by finding that spot on the map. And just keep that example in mind. You need to have a starting point and finish point, especially if you're leading a group of people who you want to follow you and help you build this thing. So step one is relax. Step two is look at your personal goals. Step three is visualize or draw up what you want your company to look like. Might be an organizational chart, might be something less sophisticated, that's okay. Step four is just identify what you want your role to be in the company. What are you aiming for your role to be so you're constantly building towards that and you're not having to make a last minute adjustment to try to force that to happen when you haven't really planned for it. And then step five is just keep this vision available. Talk about it with your team, talk about it with your spouse, talk about it with people who are helping support you. And uh, that way you're making sure everybody's moving in the same direction. Everybody's on board and little tiny things will pop up that will just feel like they came out of nowhere. They feel like they're magic because you know what you're building and you know what you're working for. Um, anyhow, that's it for this week. Thanks a lot for your time. I hope this was helpful. If, um, if you have a friend or a colleague who's a business owner in the service industry and you think this podcast can help them as well, please share it with them. I sure appreciate that. Also, if you have time, give us a rating and a review. If you can spare a couple minutes for that, we sure appreciate it. And uh, that's it for this week. I hope you have a fantastic week, and I'll talk to you next week.